The Lord willing, we are going to have Brother Kennedy from Nairobi. Uh, going to come and speak for us. So we, we should pray that the Lord will give, inspire him to come and bless us. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Verse 6. And verse 7. So I have a lot of hair on my fork. Uh, it may be a little while. Uh, I usually don't want to go beyond one hour and a half. But there are certain sermons I don't want to also to break into two parts. So what, this is one of them. But if you give me your undivided attention, I promise you I won't be long. So let us read in Jesus. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he also which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purpose saith in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. As it is written, he has dispersed, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness remaineth forever. Era sige nyingi, alikungula nyingi. Bulimuntu, akolenga, ngabu amaliri de mumotimagwe. Sirwa naku, ne wankuba de oroku walirizibwa. Kubanga katonda, yagala oyo, agabane sanyu. Era katonda, ayinza okwaza, echisa chona jemuli. Mwe, ngamuli nebi mala, biona, enakuzona. Mubigambo biona, mulio kemusikirenga, mubikola biona, ebirunji. Ngabwe chawa ndikibwanti, ya sasanya, ya gabira abavu, obtukirivuwe, bwaloverira, emirembe jona. Now he that ministereth seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Eroyo awensigo msizi nemere yokulia, anaba wanga, anaba anaba ungeranga kensigo za mwe, erana ya zebibala, ebiomu butu kirivu wa mwe. So it is him that give, gives the seed. And it is him that multiplies the seed uh, or the increase thereof. And so I want us to remember that before we go uh, any further. It is him, God, who gives the seed and it is him who gives the increase. But it is you that makes a decision to give the seed. Amen. God bless you, you may have your seat. And I'm also going to read from uh, uh, 3 John chapter 1 verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. Be a little fast. 
Amen. We are, we are in third John, brother. Chapter, chapter one, verse two. Amen. Amen. I know the preacher comes, he has inspiration. She knows where he's going. But the interpreter must also enter into that same inspiration. So you pray for him. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. How many are ready to receive from the Lord? Uh, 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 you, know, you will notice that... Uh, of late, I've been going a little bit deeper to bring some principles to you to teach you a little bit. And so bear with me. Of course, I'm not a teacher. So even when I go to teaching, I am all over the place. But God has a way of, by the Holy Spirit, taking out what he wants you to hear. And to make the word real to you. So we are now speaking on the principle of sowing. And certainly the principle of sowing and reaping. And so, um, in the message, we have not emphasized or spoken about this. Not because we do not believe it, but because it is a minor. And while I will go into it, before I do that, let us first read a little bit about what a minor is. And a major. In the message, Bath Pains, a prophet, 1965, he says divine, divine healing is a minor in the gospel. And you can never measure on a minor. So that's why in the message of the hour, we measure on a major. The major is the salvation of the soul. But you see, it's not the only thing that is in the gospel. In the Pentecostal world, they have measured on a minor. And what is the minor? We'll find out. Soon. He says divine healing also is a minor. It's a, a bait that is used to get people to believe in the supernatural presence. The supernatural is present. And then by that, if they can recognize his presence, then they are healed. See? Listen, by faith, believing it. Now, the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. You, you know everything is by faith. Believing by faith. Healing by faith. Uh, you know, uh, salvation by faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So everything is really by faith. Even this principle that I'm talking to you today about, it cannot only be applied in your life by faith. And I want you to remember that as well. And so he says in the message works 
is faith expressed. Now a gift, just like I said last night, a gift is wonderful. But you can't base your eternal destination on gifts. Please hear me now. You cannot major on a minor. And a, and a gift is a minor. And Satan can impersonate any gift that God is going. He can make something just exactly like it. Therefore, we have got to watch. Now, all these are minor. Gifts and calling. You know, a man of God with a gift of healing. You know, with a gift of vision, seeing, miracles, uh, signs and wonders, uh, you know, prophecies. All these things are, are, are gifts. And they are minors. And now, uh, not that they are, they are ones, but they are minors. They are not the majors. I don't know how five uh, Yes, maybe. I don't know. You will find the right word as we go. So you see, it is a minor. And uh, we talk about prosperity. And the blessings of God. Are you following me, child? It's a minor. Well, if you want to learn, you, 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 you say amen. So all these things are minors in the gospel. It's not the major thing in the Bible. The major thing in the Bible is the salvation and prosperity of the soul. That is what will take us to heaven. If you are not healed, you can still go to heaven. If you are not rich, you can still go to heaven. Are you hearing me? If you have never seen any miracle in your life, as long as you are saved, you can still go to heaven. If you have never seen the dead race, if you are, you are, you are saved in your soul, you will still go to heaven. You know, so in other words, all these other blessings, prosperity, signs and wonders, gifts and callings, they are the minors of the gospel. Not based on that to go in the rapture. Whether you are poor or rich, you will go in the rapture. As long as you are a believer of the world. Are you following me? But now, because of that, we have found that in the message, we have a lot of people living defeated lives. Even here in the church, many of us struggling, struggling financially, struggling in your marriage, struggling in your school. Everything about you is struggling. And, and, and you know, even when we come to church, you know, we, we don't take tell you how you can break out of that cycle of struggle. And when anybody tries to tell you, we, we fear as preachers, we fear that when we talk about it, other preachers will say we are now becoming Pentecostal because we are preaching Pentecostal teaching. But for me, I don't fear to be talked about. I, want, I don't want you to struggle. I don't want you to live defeated life. I want to give you principles in the word of God that will help you to prosper in 
the physical thing as in the spiritual thing. Well, of course, if you're poor, you can still go to heaven. But I don't want to go to heaven a poor man. In this Bible we read, we find one man who was rich. Amen. And, uh, and he went to heaven. That is Abraham. Ibrahim. He was very rich because he followed oh, hallelujah. Oh God help me to teach not to He followed this prince for and he was rich. And he went to heaven. And you find another one. His name was Lazarus. He was a beggar. He was a poor man. And he also went to heaven. So both of them were in heaven. One rich, one poor. And then another one went to heaven. Who was actually rich. So riches don't take it to heaven. And when this man was in hell. He wanted, you know, some water. And he looked... He looks across the dimension. And he said, I need a little more bass, a little uh, quiet of my sound. The, the sound is okay, but that's the quality. So then he, when he looked across the dimension, he said, Father Abraham, I need some water. I'm he, he said, ah, there is a big water. Can't you can't you tell Lazarus to just dip his finger in water so In other words, he still thought he can undermine Lazarus. Because I think because he knew Lazarus was a poor man. I don't want to be remembered as someone who was very poor, very beggarly, that even those in hell can undermine me. Our prophet says, the way you die is the way you'll be there. <laughs> Nothing changes. You just change destination. That is deep. That is deep. But I will not take it any further. I will follow my thought here. So in other words, whether you are poor or rich, you will go to heaven. So if it's about going to the rapture, just believe the word of the hour. You will make it. Amen. You will make it. But today, I am not preaching to you about going to the rapture. At least for this service today. Let me teach you how to make it in life. Let me teach you how to prosper in this life. Whereby you will support the work of God. Whereby you will be a head and not a tail. Whereby you will be a prosperous person. Whereby you will be called a son, a daughter of prosperity. Whereby you will give and not, 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 not borrow. These are all Bible principles. He says you shall you shall borrow, but you will not you will not lend, you will not borrow. That's what the Bible says. You will borrow to the nation. My God. Is this the Bible we believe? So why is it that 
especially here in Africa. We pray so much. But the more we are praying, the more poor we become. Does it mean the God of the Bible does not answer us? And he answers others? The problem is only one. We do not know or teach the principle of sowing. The Pentecostals who teach it so well, they have become so prosperous because the principle works for anyone who believes They are prospered, but their soul is not secured. But we in the message who have secured our souls, we live defeated life. So now, I want to strike a balance to take whereby I can bring you to a place where you will, you will fulfill the scripture. That beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. That's the desire of God for you. God doesn't want you to be saved but poor. God wants you to be happy and also be safe. Let us face it. If you don't have resources in your family, even your marriage will be very hard. Life will be very hard. You look at all those sisters. They are very happy as long as they are lubricated very well with money. Families that have more money, as long as they have God, they are happy. I'm talking about believers, not okay. Because out there they have the money, but they have no joy because they have no God. But even when you are Holy Ghost filled, but in the house, the wife will say, I want food. And, and you don't say, I don't have money. And the children are crying that the wife will be very tough. There, there will be no joy in the house. There will be no joy in that family. Because they don't have enough resources. And God does not want you to live like that. Well, if you don't have school fees, you will not go to school. Right? And you will be sad all the time. Others have gone, but me I have not. If you don't have school fees and they come to chase you, even if you begin praying, God, I break all the spirits of chasing you out of school. They will still chase you because they need money. And even if you come and fast and pray for the whole day for money, you will not get it. How many have fasted and prayed for money and it never came? Now, be honest. Be sincere. Yes, be sincere. You prayed and fasted for money. Okay, what about those ones when the preacher came here? He said, you can speak it. And he said, I want money. One million dollars. And it did not come. How many? Okay, those who have raised and those who have been shy. Because you did not follow the principle. 
Praise the name of the Lord. There is a principle to everything. And the word of God has all answers. The message of the hour has all answers. And, and, and so we have come to a place where we have now as believers completely neglected the mind. Elijah's ministry, remember, was to restore all things. So if, the, if it restored the major, amen, baptism in Jesus' name, the teaching on one God, women should not be pastors, you know, the order in the church, and, and, and all these teachings about our hair, that women should not cut their hair, and that men should cut their hair, and that our dressing should be holy and a lot of things those are the measures of the world and Elijah's ministry restored them but also Elijah's ministry restored all the miners of the world hallelujah so we must know by the message of the hour amen amen to to know what the word of God actually says and speaks about sowing. The principle of sowing and reaping. Amen. How to become prosperous. You start a business. And in three weeks it is gone. When everybody is crying, the economy is bad. You as a believer, you are also crying, the economy is bad. That's not right. There is a problem somewhere. Because we must be heads and not tails. When others are crying, the economy is bad. Amen. We must be crying. That we, we don't know what you are talking about. Because we have another bank of heaven. Amen. Our bank of heaven. Amen. Does not require us to amen to go the way of the world. We have another way to be able to become prosperous. My God. Amen. Are you hearing me now? Are you following me now? Actually, the whole weekend. Weekend that brother Maduka was in Uganda. He was teaching about this. I don't know whether people actually got it. Brother Prince came to me. And he said to me, I don't know whether people understood what he actually was saying. Believers of the message who just love the word. Amen. 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 Bye, I'm going home. Will you let us give? Uh, no, yeah. those are worldly things. And yeah, I don't even have money. I, we want camp fee of people. Uh, I don't have. What we are contributing for land. Uh, pastor, those things, yeah, I won't even stop coming from church because it is putting you on pressure. We have no understanding. We are failing to prosper because we have no understanding of the, pro of the principle no, no. of sowing. Whether you like me or not, today I'm going to preach it. Whether you call me Pentecostal or not, today I'm going to preach it. And because it is biblical, it is scriptural, and I want you to prosper. Because the work of God must go on. 
I don't believe I should be beggaring. I have never believed in begging. Never in all my life. I've never believed in it. Even when I had zero, nothing. I've never believed in begging. Actually, I realized I was following this principle without even knowing it. And this has made me what I am today because it works. Amen. Giving and sowing is one other Bible truth. That we should never reject. In the message this morning on church age. Our prophet says. Now this is nothing against rich people. Because God can save a rich man. Some of God's children are rich. Now I want you to separate riches and prosperity. Okay? I'm not saying that all of you should be rich. Not everybody is rich. Even the Bible says not many rich are called. But I'm talking about being prosperous in everything you do. I'm talking about being in a position where you've got this. Where you can take care of yourself. Did you know that even the Bible says a man, a man who has a home, a husband, a father, who cannot take care of his children, he is even worse than an infidel. An infidel is someone who does not believe. So, which means, father, if you can't take care of your home, you will not even go in the rapture. That is how it is serious. You are worse than an infidel. Who says there is no God? You are worse than that. So now it means God wants you to be in a position where you are in control of your life. Where you run your life according to the principles of God. Many people want to rely on others. That's why people do bad things in this life. Because Everybody wants to rely on another one. And the person giving you money will tell you to do things that you don't like to do. But because of the money they are giving you, you have a rope on your neck. So you are servant. Even the Bible says that a, a borrower is a slave to the lender. Someone borrows you money, you, you become their slave. That's why believers, if they follow this principle, they should not borrow. They should be able to learn. It's a Bible principle. According to the word of God, I have never seen Abraham going to Sodom to borrow. But why does he borrow? Why do we borrow today? Being children of Abraham. Because we don't follow the principle that he followed. And we do not receive the results he received. So some of God's children are rich. There are those that are rich. But even if 
you are not rich, if you follow this principle, you can never be poor. If you follow this principle, you will have enough for you and your family. You will have enough to give others. You will have enough to support the work of God. But why are you always crying? You are always the one who is saying you don't have. Because you don't follow this principle of sowing. Because but, but money can be a snare. Some, no, no, maybe I, if a preacher is listening to me today, they may be like Brother Sobos. Be careful on this subject. Money can be a snare. Some people actually fear money. Some people fear money. Or wealth. Say, oh God, me, don't give me money. I want to stay away from it as far as I can. That's your faith. Receive it according to your faith. It depends on what is in your heart. And others, when they see money, they are Joseph fall. And the saliva begins to come. Because to them, money is their God. But to a true Holy Ghost filled believer, money is paper to you. It's not what it's not about the paper. It's about the means to attain your purpose in life. If God tells you you are, you are, you are going to uh, do ABCD, God must give you the means to do it. And that means is not what you worship. But what you worship is the God that makes it possible. And listen, whoever wants to do something for God, God will give you the means. But let me tell you, that means will come to you in form of a seed. And you have to plant that seed in order for it to come forth and bring a lot of results. But what do we do? We eat seed. That's what we do. We eat seed. We don't care. Say it is difficult. This is very little. How can I give it? Ah, ah. Ah. God knows it is enough for me. Let me die. At least let me have this and die. And God says, okay, that's all you will have. That's all you will have. You've eaten your seed. You will not prosper. But a wise man, a wise woman, will take his seed and plant it in good ground. And when you plant your seed, your seed will germinate, will spring up, and your seed will bring forth much fruit. And he will flourish and prosper. Not many believers will like me after I preach this subject. But my real children will love me. And uh, this thing will work in their lives. Uh, I, 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 after I preach this, and after you practice it, and you don't get the results, uh, then I will, I'm a false prophet. And I will stop preaching. But if you practice this, the whole world will see that it is the truth. Not because I preached it, because it's the word of God. 
But money can be such a snare. Yeah, money is a snare. Not only to those that who have it. But also to those who don't have it. Don't say me, I don't want to get near money. It will compromise me. Even when you don't have money, you will be compromised because you don't have money. We have seen people getting into big temptations because they are poor. Even preachers, many of them can tell lies in order to get money. Even preachers, Many of them can preach a false doctrine because they are poor. But let me tell you, our prophet says here, money is a snare. Not only to those who have it, but even to those who don't have it. So it's not about money. Actually, John Wesley preached about money. And he said, make your friend yourselves friends of mammon. That's what he said. It is a scripture in the Bible. Make your friend yourself friends of mammon that even after you have failed it will deliver you into everlasting habitations so it's not about the money it's about what money can do so to us we are not going to pray oh God make me rich we are going to do the principle and money will come anyhow and when money comes it's not about money it's about our purpose in life hallelujah hallelujah proverbs chapter 30 Verses 7 and 9. Two things have I required of thee. Deny me them not before I die. <laughs> These are the words of Aga. He says, I, I, I request you of two things. Oh God, don't refuse them. Give them to me. One, Soka. remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty no riches feed me with food convenient for me lest I be full and I deny thee and say who is the Lord or lest I be poor and I steal and take the name of my God in vain so if you are poor you are not safe some believers believe they are safe as long as they are poor. They will even tell you the Bible says it is very hard even for a rich man to inherit the kingdom of God. So now I don't want to be rich. I want to be poor. If you don't want to be rich at least don't pray to be poor. I don't even desire to be poor. But be, desire to be prosperous. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 6 But this I say He which soweth sparing Shall reap also sparing And he which soweth bountifully Shall reap also bountifully Every man as, according as he purposes in his heart Let him give away not grudgingly or of necessity for God loveth a cheerful gift oh young people 
I pray that you stay in one place, don't move, move outside. Don't miss what I'm teaching you today. Because it will revolutionize your life forever. It will change permanently. Some of you, I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, all of you that are struggling financially, if you listen to what I'm teaching today, today I'm teaching something practical. If you hear it and do it, your life is going to change permanently. So I want you to listen to me carefully. I've never preached something like this before. But I've started the word and I'm convinced it is a Bible, a Bible law, a Bible scripture. Bible teaching. So every giver is a sower. Every giver is a sower. Every giving is sowing. The law, there is a law of the seed. Everything is created from a seed. There is nothing that is that was created out of no seed. You see, you yourself, you were a seed from your father and you were planted. Hallelujah. Amen. You were planted somewhere. And then you came out for no value. And some of you are having children. And some of you are, are being a blessing to your parents. My mother today told me, oh, be careful about what you tell me because you end up on the pulpit. She told me, I have no driver today. And I don't have enough transport. So I'm leaving the car. And I'm coming, son. And I'm coming with several people. I want you to take me back home. How can I say no to my mother? I'm a fruit. Are you hearing me? You are the fruit of your parents. You are the increase. So we are ourselves, we are seed. We were planted by our father. Oh, and even more than that, we are not the seed of our father. We are the seed of the Almighty God. And we were planted down here on earth. Amen. To bring forth increase. The money's seed is planted forth to bring forth a child. And even God himself he planted Jesus. Are you hearing me? Jesus was a seed. He planted Jesus in the earth. But what happened after he was planted? He did not stop there. Amen. There were going to be many more sons that will come out of here. He was a seed planted. But out of that seed, many more sons will come out. That's why the devil did not understand. Amen. When Jesus came on earth, he thought he was a normal being. He did not know he was a seed. When he killed him and he was buried, he did not know when you bury a seed, amen, it comes out. When you bury a seed, it will bring forth of its kind. And here we are. We are the seed of God. Amen. We are the increase that came out of the seed which was buried in the ground. Jesus rose again. Yes, I am the increase. You are the increase. Hallelujah. Amen.
Everything in the kingdom is based on seed. Every harvest you want to see is dependent on your seed. Everything you want to see in your life it is about the seed. So you must know what seed to plant for the harvest you want to get. What do you want in your life? What do you want? It's the harvest, right? Much of what we have been preaching on is harvest. Receive your harvest. Let me tell you. You don't receive your harvest like that. You must sow a seed. Not every seed. The right kind of seed. For the harvest you intend to have. You cannot sow a seed. In one acre. And you expect to, 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 to reap. A harvest. Of 20 acres. It's dependent on the seed you sow. The kingdom principles are that simple. Everything Everything is about sowing and reaping. If you sow bitterness, you reap bitterness. If you sow hatred, you reap hatred. Are you hearing me, church? If you sow amen, envy, you reap envy. Are you hearing me? If you sow witchcraft, you reap witchcraft. If you sow fighting, you reap fighting. If you sow murder, you reap murder. This is a kingdom principle. Whatever you sow, that shall ye also reap. If you sow prayer, let me not get there yet. Praise the name of the Lord. We are going to get there. Just give me a little time. Let me build this. Genesis 8.20 Let us go in the beginning. We find out how seed how others planted seed. Woo. This is after the flood now. Genesis 8.20 Please get there quickly. Uh-huh. And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord. And took of every clean beast. And, over, of, of, and of every clean fowl. And offered a burnt offering. On the altar. Hallelujah. Amen. This is after the flood. Oh church hear me Hear me please This is after the flood Everything is gone If it is you And you are in a world Which has nothing Where do you begin from Uh huh. Tell me I will show you here This is a man who happened to be on earth on the time when there was nothing. The Bible says we come to the world with nothing. It is up to you to stay in the world with nothing. Hmm. 
But to those that know the law and the principle of sowing, they can never stay in the world with nothing. The Bible says the world, the earth rather, and the fullness thereof, if God is, but how can we reap and harvest from, the, from this earth? The principle is only one sowing. And here is a man who knew. Amen. The right principle. Amen. When it came to this time. Amen. He, he, he came out of the ark. And there was literally nothing. And the Bible says. He took of every clean beast. God never told him do it. It was a revelation. Sowing is a revelation. Planting is a revelation. You have to receive a revelation. Amen. This is what I'm going to do for the Lord. And he took out of every clean beast and out of every clean fowl and he offered burnt offering unto the Lord. This man sowed. Remember the principle is sowing is giving. Giving is sowing. And this man sold beasts, <laughs> animals. He gave offerings. Hey! And the Lord, oh my, are you hearing me now? And the Lord smelled a sweet sugar. And the Lord said in his heart, Sister Esther, did you know that God has Sister a heart? Esther, but don't ha! God said in his heart, I will not again cast the ground anymore for money's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more thing living as I have done. Hi! Let God say this. The man's seed moved God. To the lesson, he said, Ah! I will not again cast the ground. Meaning, God was saying to, uh, to Noah, From today, Amen. You are going to see increase from this earth. No more curses. The curse will not be, Amen, will be removed. Because of your seed, Amen. you are planted right. And you are going to receive increase. You are going to see harvest. Right, Genesis 8:22. We continue while this is the same scripture. So I'm not cooking up stories. This, this is your Bible. Please look at it while the earth remaineth. See the time. And harvest. Everybody read after me. Read with me. One, two, three, go. While that's one percent of you, you should have your own Bible, brother. What is the scripture? I just wanted to be sure you're following. So, brother Marvin, move with me quickly. We are in Genesis 8 to 2. Uh -huh. Do you have the scripture, brother Marvin? It's having an issue to come on. All right, everybody has your Bible. Okay, one, two, three, go. While the earth remaineth. See the time. 
and harvest time. Uh -huh, continue. And cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. After, after Noah planted his seed, the offering he gave, God was happy. And he said, From today, I will no longer cast the ground. <laughs> From today, I'm telling you, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time will not cease. There will be many seasons. But seed time and harvest. Not harvest time. Harvest. Yes, thank you. Because harvest comes from seed time. We'll get to that. Listen. When you decide now, are you following me, church? When you decide to sow, it is seed time. Alright, it is your decision. No one tells you. That's why we don't believe in this hogwash of a preacher telling people, oh, give a seed of one million. That is a, a thieves. People stealing from people. In the name of the Lord. That's the wrong prosperity teaching. But allow me to teach you the right prosperity gospel. You decide what to sow. Nobody tells you. Nobody told Noah. It was a decision. However, harvest is not a decision. It is a result of sowing. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. When you sow, you don't say, let me now wait for seed to harvest time. No. Harvest will come. It is not your decision. God will make it happen. God who is the owner of this earth, the creator of this earth, and the one who brings forth harvest will ensure that there will be harvest. There will be harvest. But the problem of it is many Christians they wait for harvest where they did not sow. If you choose to sow evil, it will bear fruit of evil. That's why I decided to always be sweet. Loving and kind to even those who hurt me. And I'll tell you what. It has always brought good fruit. I'll tell you right here. I, I do not have bitterness in my heart about any living creature. God knows my heart. I love everybody. Even those who hate me. And you know what it has done? It has created me more love and more favor from people. To the extent that someone wants to hate you, they don't know how to start. They don't know where to start. You get my point. If you sow love, you will reap joy and love as well. If you sow good seeds, you will harvest good fruits. Oh, my, 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 my. Amen. 
Alright. We are carrying on. Galatians chapter 6. I am not done. I'm just beginning. Follow me. Verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth of his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. If, if you sow uh, adultery and fornication, you will reap HIV. Can I hear an amen? Whether the church catches you or not, you will, you will reap gonorrhea. You will reap SSD, HIV. Because you sowed into your flesh corruption. So you will reap corruption. But if you live as a man of God, a woman of God, and you live holy, oh, let me tell you, you will reap a joyful life. If you sow a life of parting, what will you reap? You will reap parting and death. But if you sow the worshiping God, you are going to reap the blessing of God. Amen. I'm becoming crazy with this. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not be wary in well doing. Continue to do well. Even if when they hate you, do not hate them back. Continue to be sweet. The Bible says we are the salt of the earth. The devil will not provoke me to the place where I saw of bitterness. I refuse to sow bitterness. I refuse to be angry. I refuse to envy somebody. I refuse to hate somebody. Come on, church. I refuse to be able to, to, to commit witchcraft. I refuse amen, to commit abortion. Hello, sisters. If you sow into abortion, you are going to reap bad dreams. And the nightmare. Pastor, Pastor, help me. I, I have night bad dreams whenever I sleep. What did you sow? My prayer cannot just simply take it away. The only way you can take it away is sow something else. Let us follow this principle. And let us not be wary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap. If we faint not. As we have there for opportunity. Did you know? Giving is an opportunity. Did you know? Giving is an opportunity. 
while I was studying this, everything, like many things became clear. To me. I'm like, oh, no wonder whenever I give something, I'm so joyful inside. Because the sleeping is like a, the joy of a farmer. When he sows and he has buried his seeds in the ground, he walks away expecting. He's happy. Now what I've sowed after six months it will bring me this much. He can already begin saying I am rich. I am rich because I've sowed. I have a farm of 50 acres and I have sowed bountifully. I've given much seed. I'm expecting to reap bountifully. It's a principle. You can debate with him. It will not remove the fact. So there is no, there is no, there is no room for, for you to debate with me on this. And this is a summon, the kind of summons. I can tell you choose to do it or not, choose not to do it. Because if you don't do it, you will still go to heaven. <laughs> Are you hearing me? But you will suffer much in this world. Because you will reap whatever you are sowing. And we have therefore, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men. Especially unto them who are of the household of faith. If you are sowing, brother, Sow to everyone. But especially the brothers and the sisters. Sow to those ones. Because that ground is very good. It will bring forth much increase. Because that brother will go and pray for you. Whenever you give something to someone. Amen. They will say God bless you. And God will increase. You see me, by the way, I, I did not realize it until this morning. Sometimes, I, I was doing it unconsciously. I've realized, by the way, when I go back in my life, 17 years of my preaching ministry, I've realized, suits has never been a problem to me. But, I've realized I've had a problem. Sometimes, I want to buy suits. New suits. I don't have money to buy them. I look for the money I can't get it. But, I've seen in the past things that I was doing unconsciously that whenever I took a brand new suit or one of my used suits, I give to somebody, another minister, a brother, this is yours. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, oh. I've realized, I just always get other new suits. In ways I never planned or imagined. So I can come here every Sunday with a new suit. And be like, I think pastor is squandering our money. But you don't know where it is coming from. I was sewing suits to somebody. And I ripped it. Amen. By a way of a miracle. 
of myself getting new suits. Getting money I never planned to have. And without even thinking I buy suits. How does that happen? It doesn't happen by osmosis. It doesn't happen by accident. If you sow you reap. Try it and see. I dare you, church. Believers of the message, try it. Try it. You will see what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Amen. One day, I had a, 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 a sister. Sister, after I got married, you know, she came to me. She, she told me a lot of issues. Her husband was not helping her. And you know, she was into a lot of trouble. And she couldn't afford, you know, even rent and things. And, and then God gave me a revelation. Buy her land and build her house. Ah! I said, God, I don't even have a house myself. But it was like a revelation. I talked to my wife. She said, if God has told you, do it. And I did it. I, I bought her land and built her a house. She said, brother, God bless you. I didn't even have land myself. Not long after that, I went to buy land. Land was very expensive. It is a village. But it was very expensive. In tens of millions. And I had only six million in my hand. Hallelujah. But I had already given a seed. And this was unconscious, by the way. But what I did, I came, I told this woman, I have only six million. Can, can I buy pay, so a down payment? And pay the remainder, I think it was about 18 or something million. He said, no problem. You are a pastor, are you not? I said, yes. He said, I know God will do a miracle <laughs> you. I said, amen. I, I, and she said, you just pay that one. But she said, how many months do you give me? I said, I told, I told her six months. And I went away. And then there's a brother. At that time, I was still living in Ethiopia. And you know, God bless this brother. You know, under our ministry. And so he forwarded on my account a tithe of about, uh, I think, three or four millions. And when, I, I, when that money came, I did not know it was from him. But when I checked on my account, I had about 18 million. I said, where did this money come from? Friends, before I could ask the bank where it came from, I took all that money and paid my land. And I came back. I waited for the bank to contact me. me. I was in Ethiopia at that time. I was in Ethiopia at that time. The bank did not contact me. After a while, I said, let me contact the bank. So I, I said, what happened? I received more money than I expected on my account. They said, let us check. Ah, it was an error in the system. Someone was sending four millions, but it kept on repeating itself. And so that's how it accumulated on your account. I said, but I've already used it. So how will I pay it back? 
they said we can consider it as a loan. And, and I said, but I, I did not apply for the loan. They said, no problem, there is no interest. And they said, you can deposit any money you deposit, we shall take it. I, I said, for how long? They said, for as long as there is money, we shall take, no problem. I got a loan with no interest, with no time period. Hallelujah. Amen. Where did it come from? Chavawa. It came from the seed I had sown without even knowing. God gave me land of my own. And now I have the land. Until now it is a lot of value now. Friends, it's a principle. No, no, no. If there is any harvest you desire in your life, find a seed that can produce that harvest. Brother Mulonde, do you believe this or you don't? I don't want to have problems with my deacons after the sermon today. Amen. If you sow the seed of honor, do you know what you're going to get? Access. If the Lord, if you pray and God moves on my heart, I will take several services preaching on one seed and the harvest and taking it through the whole Bible and showing you people who sowed amen honor and they ripped access and we have many believers even younger ministers they want to be powerful they want to be powerful men of God but they have no access every door has been blocked no one can even let them preach and they don't know why and do you know what they are doing they go to fasting and prayer oh God open doors for me let pastor allow me to preach let Dylan invite me. Oh God, open doors for me. And God will not open the doors. And they will go to the doors and they will try to push them open. Those are the ones you find in the churches fighting the pastor because they want to be the pastor now. They want to be recognized as a preacher. They don't know. They have to sow a seed in order to reap access. And that seed is called honor. When you honor men that God has used, praise God. I noticed in all my life, I've dealt with men of God. I've worked with men of God that are way beyond my age. All over the world. All over the world. And sometimes I wondered how was that possible. And one time there's a man of God 
I did not here in Uganda. I will not mention names, of course. And so God directly spoke to me. There are some people who came to me speaking to me negative things about that man. And so I was almost about to start joining in that conversation. And the Holy Spirit came to me at night and spoke to me so directly in a voice. He said to me, Respect and give honor. You mentioned the name of the man. I didn't even know why. But from that day, without even knowing this principle, unconsciously, because of obeying God, I humbled myself. I honored the man of God. And from that time, I've realized that I have no place in my heart to ever compare myself with any other pastor. I honor all pastors. And this may surprise some of you. Those in the message and those out of the message. I honor them. I respect them. Do you know what that does? It gives you access. It puts you in places that you are not supposed to be in. Me honoring just not outside uh, honoring from the heart. You honor the man by the way you talk to them, by the way you reverence them, by what you do for them. You can even decide to just take something and, and, and say, I would like to give you this Bible, man of God. And by doing that, you are honoring him. And wait for access. Doors will be open. For Does any one of you have open closed doors? Let me tell you. You, you, you will pray. You will even fast. They will remain closed. Maybe you have been praying for do open doors. But when you go to office to apply for a job, you, you are not respecting anyone. You are looking down on them because you think you are more educated than them. You, you know, you, you are like, hey, you are the one who does all those kind of funny things. You look down on everybody else. That's why every door gets closed on you. Nobody wants you. It's until you say, I think I'm bewitched. You are not bewitched. You simply have not sowed the right seeds. And there are people you find. Ah, my God. May God help me to tell you. This. There are people you find. Wherever they go, they are loved immediately. And you become jealousy. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Let me help you. Those people are doing what you are not doing. Those people are sowing the right kind of seeds. They honor others. They reverence them. 
You are the one who comes to the pastor. And you are the one who will call him. No so all sorts of things. When Kaimosi, there's a pastor who came and said, Come to the man of God. And he begins speaking funny things. You are the one who will call the pastor. And say, And you wonder why doors are closed for you. And you begin saying, But pastor. He loves the other one more than me. There is a problem with you. You are not sowing the right seed. Look at the other people who are succeeding in the area where you are failing. What are they doing that you are not doing? They are sowing the right seed. How are they talking? How are they behaving? If you call a man of God, he doesn't have to be me. Call them. Man of God. Pastor. Find something. honor them. Don't just move as somebody who does not know the principles of the world. I just gave some of you access right now. You say my mother-in-law hates me. Ah, Nazala wange What seeds have you sown? Honor your husband. Everything you want. I can talk a lot about that. You know, if you sow gifts, you know, giving alms, I'll talk a little more about that. You'll get prosperity. You will get greatness. If you sow tithe, you, the, Bible, the Bible says you will get an open heaven. Some of you, the heaven is closed on you. Even your prayers are not being heard. But ask yourself a question Do you so tithe? Do you pay your tithe? You see, if you so prayer and fasting, what will you get? What will you get, church? You will get a revival. There is no other ingredient for a revival. If we want a revival in our church, the only seed for that is a prayer and fasting. Where you have men and women who have a personal revelation to pray and fast for the church, to pray and fast for the ministry, it will bring a revival. Nothing else can do that. Money cannot do it. The pastor cannot do it. But prayer and fasting is a for revival. Prayer is a seed for breakthrough, for healing. Those are seeds. You have to find the right seed to sow. To attain the harvest you want. But it is by revelation. Sowing something that you have. For something you do not have. Something you desire for God to do for you. In your life. What do you do? You connect it to the right seed. Listen. Listen church. Listen. Please listen. I'm going to show you the scriptures. A seed. 
can provoke certain things to happen Ensigo. in your life. Did you understand that? If you understood that, say amen. It is only God who can tell you what to lay down, what to sacrifice, what to give, in order to activate that law of sowing. You can provoke certain things in your life with a seed. Listen. We talked about a new phase this year. A seed can actually end a season in your life and start another. But I will tell you something which will keep in one, you in one place forever. Greed. What I have is only for me. Not anybody else. Whatever isn't in your life yet. That is supposed to be there. You just haven't found out how to get it. But God has already given it to you by the way. So this is a law that unlocks everything you need in your physical life. You just know how to do it. Here comes a man of God. And he comes to a woman who has only but little. She's about to die. Her and her son. They had only a little. I want you to understand why it happened that way. And when a man of God comes, it seems as if he did not have compassion. He had compassion. But he was struck. Oh my God. Let, let the church receive this. He was trying to activate something in this woman's life. Because she was about to die anyway. So he was trying to activate the law of sowing and harvest. So he told her, give me to it fast. She said, what? This is all I have. And he said, I said, give me to it fast. Whose decision was it? The woman's decision. She had to accept to decide to give to sow into this man's life so that that law can be activated. And here the man of God emphasizes his time. That's what I've said. Give me first to eat. He knew it would activate more. And the woman says, <laughs> but it's alright. 
It's all right. Ale. I will do it. Yeah, I will do it. Yeah, he that soweth bound free oh, yeah. shall reap bound free. Are you hearing me? She went and said, I'm going to give it all. She gave it all. I said, it's all right. I'm going to die now. And when she went back, hey. 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 Yeah. More oil. More corn. Yeah. Yeah. Did she expect it? Not a chance. But how did it happen? It's the law. It's, it's a love giving. It's a love harvest. Harvest comes. If you saw the right way. Amen. Do we believe this or we don't? Now, this is one of the gospels or the teachings that you don't only believe. That's why Brother Barnum talks about this in the message, Works is Faith Express. You do something first. For it to be activated. Isaac tells Esau, 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 to sow. Do you want more? You want more? You want more? Isaac tells Esau, to sow, to activate the blessing. No, 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 you can say, no, 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 pastor. Are you telling us that now you are becoming Pentecostal? That we have to give to receive. That's the only Bible way. If you don't give, you can never receive. Even the blessings from God, you will receive nothing. You'll always be suffering. You'll always be suffering. <laughs> you blessed them, but not. They are doing something you are not doing. And this is the secret I'm giving you today. Every one of you here has the potential. To, to start another season oh, in your life. Let me tell you. We can even have millionaires in the church here. Let me tell you. If you apply what I'm teaching you today. You will prosper so much. That we shall not have to suffer for anything. And many of you will drive. No one here. Was created that for them they will drive. And this one will not drive. All of you can drive. All of you can. All of you can buy a house. All of you who are going to school can get tuition. You only have to know the law. The right principle and apply it. And then watch for the harvest. Why are, are message believers suffering? I am God forgive me, but God knows this I've never seen a, a stingy group like the believers of this Africa. Especially here in Uganda. We are very stingy. 
If I'm saying the truth, help me to say amen. Is it not the truth? We are very stingy. We don't give. We don't give to the work of God. In the conventions, they, they said 50,000, 40,000. Ah, who, who gives that? Let me tell you. Let me tell you, church. Whenever they say the conversion is 50,000, the members of DVF don't look for 50, look for 100, and so it in that ministry. Right now, they have invited us for speckled bad uh, Easter meetings. Whether you are going to sleep there or not, whether you are going to live there or not, so a big seed in that conversion. Yes! Yeah. Give it much. Why if, you? if God reveals it to you. They, they said how much is it? 30. You do give 50. Give 100. Give 200. The way you sow is the way you shall reap. We should have that revelation. So that the Pentecostals don't go higher than us in anything. If we have this, we are much higher than anyone. In the revelation of the word. For spiritual and physical things. Because our God is a mighty God. Amen. But we are the ones who always cry. They, they call. Eh, Pastor, you say 30. Ah, but that's too much. Can I pay 5K? No wonder you're poor. You don't have revelation. So much you shall reap. Let me show you. Genesis 27. And it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see he called Esau his oldest son and said unto him my son and he said unto him, Behold, here am I. And he said, Behold now, I am old. And I know not the day of my death. Now therefore, I pray thee, thy weapons, thy quiver, and thy bow, and go out to the field, and take me some venison. Hallelujah. Amen. And make me savory meat. Such as I love. And bring it to me. Give it to me. Bring it to me. Give it to me. Bring it to me. Sow into me. Hey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that I may eat. That my soul may bless before I die. Wouldn't you just pray a blessing? No. My blessing you will get but after sowing. God is the same way. All these blessings are available already. Here. But you have to sow the right seed. So Isaac told Esau to bring a seed. Are you saying that uh, if somebody else brings a seed, you will get the same blessing? Just follow the principle. No, no. It doesn't matter who you are. There is no one. 
There is no one that was created for prosperity and another one was created for poverty. I don't care about your background in the family. Your family may be so poor. Your family may be so, so downcast. But you can change a phase in your life. If no one has ever driven in your home, you can be the first. If no one has ever built a house, you can be the first. Just follow the principle. Isaac spoke to Esau. But Esau was just there. Rooming around. And Rebecca. Rebecca quickly came. To his son. My son, I have overheard your father saying it's going to be Please, I know what you can do if you saw the right kind of thing. Your father will give you the blessing. So please, rush. rush. Do this. He brought it. Are you Esau? Yes. Yes. The voice is of Jacob. The body is of Esau. Anyway, let me eat. The moment he accepted this. <laughs> The revelation is there. The moment he accepted this, he did not go back into this voice. He just simply said, I bless you. I bless you. You will prosper. What happened? The, the principle of sowing was activated. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And Jacob, Jacob received the blessing instead of Esau. I don't care who was meant to be blessed. Someone can say, can a man bribe God? Yes, with a seed. DVF members. DVF. Are you still loving me? Am I still your pastor? Yes, you can. Yeah. You can make a God do things for you. Which will shake everybody. Just with giving the right kind of seed. Just give it to God. And watch and see. He simply gave and waited. When the other one came, he said, ah, the blessings have already been taken. But wait. How did it all start? The blessing was meant for Esau. But this boy Jacob had always been so wise. He knew how to snatch the blessing. He began snatching it by sowing. He sowed into Esau himself. He said, Esau, what do you want? He said, I want to go. I want this potage. He said, that's all you want. 
it is alright. If I saw potage, I want to rip your birthright. Is, is that agreed? He said, yes. Just give me. Give me. Avoid begging. Avoid begging. Avoid begging. People can take your birthright without you knowing. The Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. And here Jacob was very wise. So he gave the potato. It seemed as if he was receiving nothing. When you receive a blessing, you don't see it coming. You don't hear it coming. You don't smell it coming. You don't, it coming. You don't touch it coming. But when it comes, everybody sees it has come. Hallelujah. Amen. And he received that blessing. It was an exchange. Esau thought. It was a joke. But don't underestimate. The principle of sowing. In other words. Whoever sows into your life. Is actually reaping blessings more than you. So you should be jealous. By you actually deciding to, to sow more than them. You go to a restaurant and you sit down and you actually find believers shying away from paying. When it is time for paying, they begin taking corners. And then they, they find is the bill paid? Again, don't come out. Brothers, you know. And this is the brother who is always poor. Let me tell you. Church, DVF, I want you to be rich. Allow me to teach you this. If you want to tap blessings, you don't tap financial blessings by prayer. Prayer brings revival. Not money. You get the idea. Prayer brings healing. Not, not money. If you, if you sow the right kind of seed, if you want, you can pray. If you don't want, you can leave. It will be done. Because harvest is sure. And after you have sowed, you see, everybody has finished eating. The people who have revelation. One time I was at a certain airport. There's a white man, a rich man. He came on the table where I was. And he started a conversation with me. We introduced each other. I'm a pastor. He said, oh, yeah, I'm a CEO of a company. South Africa. I said, okay. The moment I knew that. I said, please order for something. Please order for something. He said, no, I will not have anything. I said, please order. I called the waiter. Waiter, come. Give him something. Give so, so we ate. And he wanted to pay afterwards. I said, no. The, prop, the good thing I had, the local currency. So we all brought money at the same time. The, the waitress. Waitress was confused. So I told her, this is a local currency. That is foreign currency. So this is better. And I was like pushing up this ticket. So she took mine. And I said, amen. I sold into that man's life. 
So if you see any blessing on me, I've been sowing a lot. So when you go to eat with somebody, don't have this poor mindset. Everyone, bring everyone. You, how much? Okay, it is 50,000 divided by five. I want five people in DVM. Who will say I will never be poor? I will never be poor. I want to be prosperous. So I can serve God with my substance. Take all the bill. Pay it if you have it. If you don't have it, pay as much as you can. You have sold in that people. And the harvest is a mass. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you who have been doing it unconsciously. You can go back and say, Wama. I remember when I did this, I, I got this. I remember when I did this, I got this. Now you know. It's a Bible principle. Do it much more. Even much more for the household of God of faith. To the believers. Don't say, brother, in need, and you watch. Give them. When we are contributing money for our land fund, don't say, well, I want to be humble. Because if they say I'm the one giving the big one, they will say I am proud. Those are poor mentalities. It's a very poor mentality. Give as much as you can. Why? Because you are sowing into the ministry. And if you sow in the right kind of ministry, oh. Your harvest, your reaping, will be bounty. Allow me to go for 30 more minutes. Psalms 123.5 They that have sowed in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth bearing precious seed. The condition is not good for you. Life is very hard. But there is something that you have. You have a seed. Amen. That shall doubtless come again. With rejoicing. As long as you have a seed. And you give that seed. You will come back rejoicing. Amen. Bringing your sheaves with you. Praise the name of the Lord. Ezekiel 4430. And the first of all the first fruits of all things. There's a brother who told me, a very successful man. He, I, he told me, you know what? There is something believers don't do. They don't pay their first fruits. You get a job, and your first salary, you chew it. You buy, you, 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 you get a, a very huge piece of land, it's all yours. You sell land. All the money is needed. It's your yours. 
But what does the scripture say? The first of all the first fruits of all things. And every oblation of all of every sort of your oblations shall be the priestess. It shall be the priests. It will be for the priests. Now pastor is now pastor wants money for us. Well, I've not I've given to this much church more than any of you. And I, so I, I, there's no way that I want money from you. But a priest, the priest is supposed to reap from the harvest of the people. As a matter of fact, Brother Barnum says, tithe is not for building the church. It's not even for renting the church. It's not for helping the widows or the poor. Tithe is for the minister. It is the pastor's income. And he said, now even first fruits, bring it to the priest. There is a reason why wait for it. Ye shall give unto the priest the first of your death that he may call that he may call that he, the priest, he may cause the blessing to rest in thine house. And you wonder why you have no blessing. When you harvest your first crops, you chew it. When you get your first salary, you chew it. Everything you chew, you chew, you chew. You don't even, even when you are giving tithe, you don't give full tithe. And you expect a blessing. You will never be blessed. If you don't give full tithe. Don't even bother to give tithe at all. Give all of it. That's what the principle says. Me I have been a tithe payer ever since it was revealed to me. Out of every resources I receive. I pay my tithes. I've been paying my tithes. Ever since I received this revelation. It is not a law to me. It is a revelation. Giving is not never a law. It is a revelation. As some of you be like, huh, I give my money so I can prosper the past. Poor mentality. If you give, you are blessed more than the one you are giving. The blessing does not go reverse. The blessing begins here. Where the giver is. And the more you give, the more you receive. Amen. Honor the Lord with thy substance. Proverbs 3.9 and with the first fruits of all thine increase so shall thy bands be filled believers are not saying amen at all let me tell you if I were you, I would be shouting amen and dancing on the floor. Because I am receiving revelation to come out of poverty. Honor the Lord. 
Search it. I, 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 don't, I don't care how many fear to preach this. I am going to preach it. Even if they hate me. If you want, you can go even here. I am going to say what the word says. If I, if I remain with 50 people who are doing it, they will prosper. We will all prosper. The church will prosper. The work of God will prosper. And even everybody in the country will know there is something called the anti-message. One message pastor recently talked to me and said every ministry has its own inclination. And he said to me that now Robert Kayanja, Robert Kayanja for him his inclination and the grace God has placed upon his ministry is prosperity. But while I was listening I remembered the video I had watched. I remember the video I had watched of Robert Kayanja when he was in America some years ago. And uh, brother, when Brother Cosmas was here, he mentioned, how many remember him mentioning about a man called, uh, um, what, what's the name of the pastor he mentioned? How many Benson Idahosa. Benson Idahosa. Benson Idahosa is like the, the father of Pentecostalism in, in Nigeria. Very blessed man. Very wealthy man. Very spiritual and old man. Well, of course, they never had the revelation of the message. But they had the understanding of this principle. And so now, Benson Idahosa, Robert Kayanja was poor. Was a poor man. From Africa. From Uganda. And he had visited America. America. And, uh, and when he, wa he was there, and, and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, he, he comes in a meeting, he preaches, and this pastor gives him, um, um, I, I don't remember the amount, but I think some amount on the check. I think it was either 1,000 or 500 dollars. And so, I think it was 1,000 dollars. I don't remember. And, and so, uh, this Benson Idahosa came. And he started talking on how God blessed them in, the, in Nigeria. Nigeria. And if you want to search, you can search on that man. He's a very successful man. I believe those are the men that even raised up people like Brother Cosmas. Because Brother Cosmas himself told us. And that's why I'm sharing this testimony publicly. Because he was with Benson Idahosa going in there. And uh, he, uh, ben, Benson Idahosa started speaking Benson to the people. Of course, this is where Pentecostalism has got it wrong. He, he told the people after, because they were doing some fundraising for the building there. And he said, uh, 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 we are not poor in, in, in Nigeria. And you, Pastor, you are struggling with this church. I'll, I'll give your people the principle that will make them rich and will prosper the church. So he, he said to everybody, he said, uh, uh, everyone here, the doors should be locked. I said, this is where Pentecostalism goes wrong. I don't believe that. And that everybody here should bring 
Um, $5,000. And it's the check that uh, Pastor Robert had. And Pastor Robert started judging the man. He said, ah, this man is very proud. How can he even ask us to? No, 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 no. no. I'm not giving anything. And he came directly to him after a while. He said, Robert Kayanja, you are going to give $5,000. And, and quickly, a white woman came and brought the money to Brother Robert for him to give it. Because the woman, the, the white people thought that maybe the black man didn't So, Quickly, Mangwago. Benson Idahosa. He was also a black man. He rebuked this white woman. He said, Why do you always think you have to bail us out? He has to do it himself. Take back your money. And the woman took back the money in fear. And still. Robert said, this guy is really proud. How could he rebuke a woman like this? Now, we are the only two black people here. What if they arrest us? We are committing assault. Long story short, eventually he gives the check. And the moment he gave it, the Bishop Idahosa started jumping up and down, shouting, say amen, hallelujah. My friend, you are, you, congratulations. God has delivered you from poverty. Welcome from, from poverty. Well, of course, uh, uh, Robert was still saying, but now, and he will give me back my check. And when they went around, after the service, the man, is, uh, this is his testimony. Robert said, they went out, the man showed him. He opened here a lot of money. He opened here a lot of money. He opened here. You know those Nigerian big people? I'm not poor, my friend. God has blessed me. He said, oh, now you give me back my money. He was thinking, thinking he would give him back. So he said, I will see you after the service. And so after the service, <laughs> He went to check in the hotel. <laughs> the hosting pastor told him. Oh, oh, Ida 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 went to Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah, the man stole from me. All my money is gone. But he said even before he left. Long story short. That was the beginning of his prosperity. Now. You can debate with Robert Kayanja. And, and tell me he's a false preacher. And tell me he doesn't know the revelation. And tell me he's not going in the rapture. Because he has not known the revelation of our prophet and the message of the hour. You could be writing all those things. But you cannot win the argument. That in material wealth, he has prospered. These are men who started Pentecostalism here in Uganda. Their churches were as we, we, we were and they were begging white people. But he's one of those first people. And the reason why I gave this testament publicly is because Robert claims that uh, 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 his spiritual father is a uh, is, uh, um, T.L. Osborne. And we know that T.L. Osborne 
came out of the ministry by the Branham. And, 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 and their church, they were so poor. But when he received that revelation of seed faith, they appease people and other so friends, this principle does not apply only to message believers. It applies to anyone who will care to apply it upon their life. And so, where was I? Honor the Lord with thy substance. And with the first fruits of all your increase. So shall thy bands be filled with plenty. And thy presses shall, burnt, shall, shall burst out with new wine. Hallelujah. Honor the Lord. Alright, I have 15 more minutes. Listen, 1 Kings 3, 4. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. I want you to see something here. First. What did God give Solomon? Wisdom. So if you want wisdom, what do you do? Give me wisdom, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Give me wisdom, Lord. Fill me, Lord, with understanding. How many have such, prayed such prayers? Let me disappoint you. It will never be answered. The more you pray for wisdom, the more you become. Listen, friends, there is a principle. Before God gave the man wisdom, what did he do? Follow me closely. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. For that was the great high place. A thousand What? Listen. A thousand burnt offerings. Did Solomon offer upon that altar? And you, Gwe, you are not even giving 50 shillings. You are saying, I don't have anything to give, the but God give me wisdom. Because even the Bible says, the Bible God loves those who have a contract spirit. Not my heart is the offering. No, my friend, it does not work that way. Your offering comes with you in your hand. I can say that authoritatively. Because in this Bible we believe there is no one person who has ever worshipped God without an offering. Find him and I will apologize. No worship without an offering. And if you come to church, you without an offering, begin repenting today. Come with an offering. Prepare it on Saturday. Don't find the manner which is tiered. I will give that one. You, you pick the smallest. That is poor mentality. God wants to prosper you. But you should have a revelation of sowing. Solomon gave a thousand bat offering. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
It must have been a work of I don't know how long. Offering after offering. Offering after offering. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. After he gave his offering. God came to him in the night. Somebody say hallelujah. And God asked. Ask what I shall give thee. Give. And ye shall receive. Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, Thou hast showed thy servant David, my father, great mercy. According as he walked before thee in truth and righteousness. And in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept for him this great kindness. And thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is, as, as it is this day, me myself. And now, O oh Lord my God. Was this a dream? Yes. So God comes in dreams. And you can have a conversation with God in a dream. And now, oh Lord my God. And some of you don't dream well. Because you don't succeed. You only talk about spiritual husband, spiritual whatever. Nightmare, snake. So the right seeds, my friend. And now, oh Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of, of David my father. And I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people which thou hast chosen. People that cannot be numbered nor counted uh, for multitude. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people. That I may discern between good and bad for who is able to judge this. So, uh, uh, thy people are great. So great are you, are you hearing me? We are about to reach a Chinese one. And the speech pleased the Lord. That's, it was not a prayer. It was a speech. You just give your seed osirike. Because it is not your prayer that moves God. It is your speech that is accompanying your seed. Well, I will preach it even if you don't like me. It is the word of God. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing and hast not asked for anything for, thy long, uh, for, for thyself long life, neither has asked riches for thyself, nor has asked the life of thine enemies, but, uh, but you have asked for yourself understanding to design judgment. Behold, I have done according to thy word. Lord, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart. Hey. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me pause there a moment. When God gave Solomon a wise understanding, what happened? Oh my God. When God gives somebody grace, you too can tap from that, that grace. 
How does that happen? If you do the same thing that he did, what did Solomon do? He gave seed. And God gave him wisdom and understanding. What happened later? People like the woman of Ethiopia, the queen of Candesh, Amen. She heard of Solomon's wisdom. And, and, and she gathered a lot of wealth. She gathered gold. She gathered a lot of wealth. And she went to Solomon. She wanted to do what? To tap from the wisdom of Solomon. What did she do? She also gave a seed to Solomon. And what happened? She received water. She received access. She received access. Because she honored Solomon by giving the right kind of wealth. My God, this is the principle of the Bible. Hallelujah. So that there was none like before thee. And God said, I'll give you wisdom and understanding. And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked. Awo. There. Awo. I have also given you what you have not asked. <laughs> mm -hmm. My God, I'm having a good time up here. I've also given you what you have not asked. Both riches and honor so that there shall be uh, not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. And if thou will walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments as thy father David did walk, then I will lengthen your, your, your days. That's why all the rich brothers and sisters. They humble themselves. The more God makes you big, the more you humble yourself. Because you know it, is, it has nothing to do with your hard work. It is God's grace and blessing. And the more you humble yourself, the more God adds on you. People think Solomon just came across and asked for wisdom and understanding. So we have people who pray for the same. There is a principle. What have you sold for it? What have you sold for it? If you give alms to the poor, God has promised in Proverbs 19:17. He will repay you. And when God repays you, God repays you handsomely. Acts chapter 10 verse 1. There was a southern man in Caesarea called Cornelius. A centurion of a band called Italian band. A devout man and one that feared God with all his house. Which gave much alms to the people. And pray to God always. He's, he gave two seeds. He gave alms. And he was always praying. He saw in a vision. Evidently about the ninth hour of the day. An angel of God. Coming into him. And saying unto him. Cornelius. And when he looked at him. He was afraid. And said what is it Lord. And he said unto him. Thy prayers. 
and thine arms. Hey. Are you here? Are you here, church? Did you hear that? Your prayers. And your what? And your what? And your what? Arms. I come up for a memorial. Your giving. Go straight to God. Your prayers. Go straight to God. And now when God heard that, He said, "Now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter." The man kept sowing. Prayer and alms. God pays back all those who gives alms. The man prayed and gave. God paid back with a revival. Hallelujah. God paid back handsomely. Because there was prayer added to it. And a revival came. Broke out in his house. And he was prosperous he and his all his house. You can give seed for your family. There was once a man who did it. His name is Job. He did not know how his children were living. But when calamity faced his house, he said uh, he gave a burnt offering for each of his children. He said, peradventure, they have sinned before God. That's another learning for another day. You can even give seed for such sin offering. This, this subject is broad. No wonder these Pentecostals have made it a subject of every day. Because it is broad. You can learn it and learn it and learn it. But just learn one principle. When you give, you receive. When you give, you planted your seed. And it shall be given to you. And I'll finish with these scriptures. Luke 6.38 Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down. Shaken together. Running over. Shall men give into your bosom. Men give into your bosom. Hey. God is going to bring people into your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That will sow into your life. I have been there. But they okay. I've been there, friends. I'm telling you, I have been there. Where I give, somebody comes to me telling me their problem. And I give them all I have. Many people think I have a lot. Because I am rich in my heart. And I speak like a rich man. And I say I'm a rich man. And so I gave all I have. And as soon as I did, that very day, I received one thousand fold. It is a principle of the word. Men shall give unto you. For with the same measure that ye meet with, it shall be measured to you again. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. I have showed you all things. Acts 20 35. 
how they're so laboring you ought to support the weak. And to remember the words of the Lord Jesus. How he said. It is more blessed. To give. Than to receive. And when you go back again in the scripture. We find that Abraham sold to Melchizedek all the tithes of all that he had. And later on, when he received the three angels, as they walked in, Abraham knew the principle. Tell your neighbor, Abraham knew the principle of and when he saw them coming, the Bible says, he quickly told Sarah, he told the people, please come, let us eat. Let us eat. And Sarah did not say, I don't have budget for these people. I have not plan for them. I don't buy Sarah also had a revelation. We are going to be blessed. We are going to be blessed. We are going to be blessed. Friends, listen. If you receive visas in your home, planned or not planned for, begin dancing. We are going to be blessed. We are going to be blessed. Make sure people don't leave your home empty in their stomach. Give them. Feed them. Give them drinks. Hallelujah. You do not know how much blessings you are collecting there. When you do that, you are sowing. You may be like that, that widow. It may be your last portion. Give it anyhow. Give it joyful. Don't hide under, don't hide food under the table. Don't, don't hide it under the, the bed. You know, I, I remember you know, in the village, when a visitor sometimes some homes, when a visitor comes, one child comes and says, Someone is coming. In one second, everything is under the table. They begin moving around. <laughs> <laughs> You are smelling food, but you are not seeing food. And all of a sudden, when you see the hands, there is food. But you are not seeing food. <laughs> Poor people are like that. Poor people are like that. Don't be poor, brother, sister. Hallelujah. Amen. It may be your last meal. Share it. Give it away. If it means to be empty, tell God, my children have nothing to eat. When your servants have come in my home, I'm going to give them all I have. You have sowed into their life. Wait for the harvest. It must come. It is the principle of God. Abraham gave them. Hallelujah. Amen. And the moment Abraham gave them, uh -huh. he started. Amen. The anointing came upon him. Now, according to the time of life, next year, your wife shall have a son. What? Where did he come from? He sold a sin. <laughs> 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. My time is up by three minutes. But listen. I know this has been longer usually. This is one hour and a half, but I don't usually do this. But how many say this is worth it? It has been worth it. We have learned this principle. But I have not exhausted everything. We all know Malachi 3. He says, bring all your tithes into the storehouse. Never eat tithe. Never eat tithe. Tithe is a seed. First fruits is a seed. Never chew it. The moment you chew it, you are welcoming curses into your home. And if you have been doing it, repent. No one should be poor among us. No one. Whether you are educated or not. If, if believers did this principle, they don't even need to go to Saudi Arabia, to whatever, to You don't need to do that. You don't need to go and Kadama. Abraham was in a, in the desert. He got a blessing there. <laughs> Wherever you are, You're not the blessing shall find you. Just sow the seed. Bring, bring your tithes into the soil. That I have, may have meat in my house. Prove me now here with Saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you, you the windows of heaven. I told you tithe. Is a seed. The harvest is open heaven. I will open you the windows of heaven. When heaven is open, ask your neighbor what happens when heaven is open. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. I will open the windows of heaven. I'll power you out a blessing. That there shall be not room enough to receive it. Now, but if you don't have room for blessings in your house, it means you don't pay tithes. But if you pay your tithes, you will have enough room and room will run out for blessings. And it doesn't stop there. I will also rebuke the devourer for your sake. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit. Before the time. Hey. You may be a farmer. Plant your potatoes. Plant your cassava. Plant your cabbages. Even if you plant them in cans at home, you will get plenty if you are tithe pair. If it doesn't work, Call me. I will come and I organize the issue. And find out what has happened. But I can assure you. It works. It works. 
and all the nations shall call you blessed. For you shall be a delightsome land. In Haggai he says, Now verify, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Ye have sown much, but bring in little. Mm -hmm. But you don't have enough. Ye drink, but you have not filled with drink. Ye cloth, but there is none, none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages, to put it into a bag with holes. I don't know. This economy. You get the money. It just passes through you. These things are hard. The businesses are hard. I don't know. Me, me, me. It is hard. Others said it is hard. You also say it is hard. The world will say it is hard. Even the believers are hard. They are singing a song. They are hard. That. Amen. You have to confess today. That shall be no longer my song. I shall sing a new song. That says the Lord of us. Consider your ways. Which ways? Do you sow the right kind of seed? If you... It depends on what you want. If you want a big blessing, Brother Alan, so a big seed. Pastor, now you're talking like a real Pentecostal. Yes. It's a Bible principle. And I'll finish with a testimony of a man called John Char. I have the quote here. You know, but because you. of time, I will not read it. But if you want it, it is in many messages. But in faith, without works is dead. Brother Branham actually preaches this same teaching through that testimony. Exactly the same teaching. He said, John Charit was a man that was poor. From a poor background. And they were selling apples and nickel and They didn't have much. And then this man was married. He, he was looking for a wife and then God gave him a wife. And then God did not give them children. So they were barren. So he's married. Barren. And poor. That's the situation of many believers. But there is something he did that turned around his life forever. That every believer loves to talk about. But they don't want to do what he did. This man was beating on the roads, making, trying to make money with his wife. And they made some money. And so they bought a house for themselves after many years of suffering. And after buying that house, they moved in. They were lovely and happy. And while the man slept, God came to him in a dream. And he told him, John Charity, 
pick some of your clothes. And some of this, he specifically told him the belongings to pick Vacate this house. There is a man of God, my man. Who is, I don't remember the name of the man, Dr. Saturn. Dr. Saturn is coming into this city. Dr. Saturn is going to hold a revival. So give Brother Saturn that house. Praise the name of the Lord. And he said, give it to him. Just like that. So the man came out of the dream. And he came to his wife. He said, darling wife. God visited me in the night. And told me. I should give. We should pack our clothes. We should leave everything the way it is. But take only our clothes. Who would agree? Sisters, think about it. If your husband told you like that, would you agree? Well, what about the children? God cannot give you a trial that is more heavy than you. That's the reason why he had not given them children yet. Because he had to test them. And he didn't want children to suffer. So he had to test them. In order for them to get a bigger blessing. So when they get children. They should be more comfortable. God wants your children to be comfortable. If you have children. And you don't have the blessings to take care of them. Check your area of sowing. And the sister said, my darling husband, if God spoke to you, it is all right. We will do just what he said. So they packed up their bags and left the house. And told Dr. Sutton, Dr. Sutton, Sutton, this is now your house. No, 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 you must take it. It is your house. He said, all right. He took it. The moment he received it, it was a seed planted. To give is an opportunity. You must force your receiver to receive it. That's why these white brothers in America, Canada, Europe, and everywhere, the Africans beg them. And they know some of them are deceiving them. But they still give. They know it's an opportunity. To get more wealth. And the Africans think. We should beg more. That's a poor mindset. We should not beg. We should do what they do. We should give. We should give. I am a believer of that. And I've been a giver all my life. And try it and see what God And John Charit and his wife left the house. They went back to the stones. After a few years, after a little while, God brought a millionaire woman. 
Talk to John Charit. Said, you look like a good man. I've been singing for a while. And, uh, yeah, well, I, I can give you a place to live if you don't have a so place to live. In the garage, my garage. As long as you can take care of my flowers. He said, it's alright. So he went in the garage of, of this woman. And out of there, he was taking care of the flowers. Humility. Character. Before a big blessing. If you are proud, you will never be blessed. And then finally, the same God who came to John Charity some years ago came to this woman she was sleeping and God said to her take a check of, of $10,000 and give it to John Charity and he came, she came to him I realized you have been a Christian so I took a Bible to read and when I slept, God spoke to me and told me to give you this check. He said, I don't know what can I do with it. Ah, don't. He said, no. It is an instruction from God. I must give it to you. You will find out what to use with it. And when John Shad took the check, he was with it for a while. He didn't know what to use it And then while they were moving on the road, they saw an old house. Ah. They bought it. $6,000. $3,000. And, and they renovated it. And they sold it $6,000. They continued like that. Bought another one. Bought another one. And became millionaires themselves. That's a testimony from our prophet. Attesting to the fact that the principle of sowing is biblical and of God. And that it is possible for someone to become a millionaire because they are a good sower and they are sowing the right kind of seeds. If we receive that revelation, we shall not struggle with give to the land offering. Give to the radio broadcast. We are very busy here suffering. We don't even have money to go on a radio broadcast. We only need 250,000 a month. Only. And I know there are people here who can afford it. Yes, you may afford it when it is all you have. And the pastor, this month, I'm, this week, I'm paying it. And you do it. I was at Speckled Bad. At Speckled Bad. And the brother Ronnie Mutere is a pastor from Ishaka. He shared with me a testimony. We were in that room and we were fellowship myself, him, and Brother Gideon. And he told me uh, Speckled Bad has been a model. In the country, on this thing of giving, this is what he said. I, I'm repeating his words. And he said, years ago, when we were still poor and the church was still very not there, the pastor encouraged the people to give. And then Pastor Gideon also said, Yeah, we started radio broadcast when people were very poor, barely had nothing, but they had radio broadcast. And Brother Ronnie continued. There is a sister who had just served us. And he said, this sister had nothing. 
She was a housemaid. And she came in the church. And brought her seed. Of 100,000 shillings. And Brother Ronnie turned to Brother Gideon. Brother Prince, you were there, right? And he said, he said to Brother Gideon, wasn't that all a salary? Brother Gideon said, yes, she was a maid. So it must have been all her salary. But Pastor Gideon never refused it. He accepted it. And Brother Ronnie said, that is super poor. Why are you taking the money? He said, no, let them give. It sounds inhuman, right? You don't, you don't merciful to but people. But that's the way of blessings. The woman gave. Long story short, she was living somewhere. The people went abroad. And then later on, they told her, find land. She found land. They built for her house. And they paid school fees for all her children. And now she lives in her own home. From a housemaid. To a house owner. Can a housemaid build a house? Only God can do that. But she followed the principle of sowing seed. Of sowing seed. I cannot preach it better than that. The rest is now up to you. The rest is up to you. We are not, we are not going to say, okay, now. Now that I preached it, the one that I bring one million come here. The one of 500 come here. We will not do that. It is a revelation. You might as well do it. If God tells you to do it. You know the needs of the church. We are looking for land. We, are, we want to do radio broadcast. You've heard I'm going to Switzerland. Don't say, oh, Pastor, hey, let him go, let him go. Pastor, how much is your air ticket? And I'll tell you the amount. I'll pay half. I'm giving you opportunities of giving. Does it mean I don't have it? Doesn't mean that. But many times we announce, oh, there is this need, we leave it. There. Oh, this Why we do that? We are giving an opportunity for those who have inspiration to source so they can reap a harvest. Let us stand on our feet. Hallelujah. I said days of the voice fellowship. Days of the voice fellowship. If we put this to work, there shall be no poor among us. I did not say we will all become millionaires. But I said there shall be no poor among us. We shall prosper and serve God with our substance. Brother Prince, I've preached so long today and my voice is gone. I wonder if you can come and sing a few songs for us. And Hallelujah. Thank you for your patience. Amen. God bless you. I appreciate you so much. Hallelujah. And someone says, uh, we had Nabakoza, Annette, 
Where's the Nabakosa Anit? Sister Nabakosa Anit? Nabakosa Anit. God bless you. You're welcome. God bless you. And someone is asking, what's the first fruit? Should it be given for a week, month, or a year? Please clarify. If one has started a shop or any business, the first fruit is first fruit of, of your harvest. For example, if you, you have a job and, and you get the first salary, two million, that is the first free of your salary. I, have, I had one brother in all my ministry, one brother who paid first fruit. Who was a salary earner. You know, I'm a pastor. I'm Sumba. I've received, a, a, I received this, salary, this much salary. Uh, but, but being my first salary, every month, when I'm paying my tithe, I'll pay an addition of this amount until all my first salary is finished. And, and so, um, uh, first fruit is the first income. If you're a business person, it's really, it goes down. Listen, you do not give your capital to God. God has never demanded that. He only asks of you to give of your increase. The profits out of what you have earned. God bless you. Lead us in a few songs, brother, and then we shall close. Hallelujah. As the world looks upon us as we struggle along, they say we have nothing, but they are so wrong. In my heart, I'm rejoicing. How I wish they could see. So thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. I have a roof up above me. I have a good place to sleep. Lord, there's food on my table and the shoes on my feet. You gave me your love, Lord, and a fine family. So thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Lord, I know I'm not worthy And these clothes are not you I don't have much money But Lord, I have you And to me, that's all that matters for the world may not see so thank you lord for your blessings 
on me. So I have a roof up above me. I have a good place to sleep. Lord, is food on my table and the shoes on my feet. You gave me your love, Lord, and a fine family. So thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on I know, my Lord, we'll make a way, we'll make a way, a way for me. I know, I know, my, my. 